0: This is your host, Nick Murray, and in this episode of the Bytewing Games Podcast, we'll be looking at my most anticipated board games of 2021, and mentioning several publishers and designers who are worth keeping on your radar. And on that note, all aboard the hype train! about time to kiss or more appropriately kick 2020 goodbye as we hopefully look forward to a new year of long-awaited returns to normalcy what better way to get hyped than peek behind the curtains and get a glimpse of the most exciting board games to come i've cooked up quite the list with a variety of promising titles that might just deserve a spot on your wish list several of these games were also explored in my kickstarter case study how to win backers and fund projects So let's see what's on the 2021 menu. It's set to be released in the middle of the year, but we might as well start off with my most anticipated game of 2021. Cole Worley's Magnum Opus is right around the corner. With the publishing passion of Leader Games, the artistic flex of Kyle Farron, and the design chops of one of the industry's hottest designers, we've got a recipe for success in Oath. Along the lines of Root and Pax Pamir, Oath is a highly strategic, cutthroat, and political game that best suits a group of regular players. This title innovates upon legacy and campaign designs by taking the results of one game and integrating them into the objectives and setup of the next. Nothing is scripted or predetermined, rather, the game organically follows a meta narrative controlled entirely by the decisions of the players. The ripple effect of players' actions will be felt by all for games to come, and they can even keep a record of this fascinating history in the Chronicle Session journal, which will be included in the Kickstarter copies or likely to be available directly from Leader Games. Second we have Kemet Blood and Sand, set to be released in summer of 2021. The area control darling Comet has been an established favorite for nearly a decade now. In 2021, mattigo will be releasing version 2.0. With a completely revamped presentation, improved rules, and new gameplay. Madigo's legendary Dues on a Map trilogy has proven its worth to me with the incredible card drafting Inish, and solid auction style Cyclades. Kemet is the remaining classic that I have yet to try, and Blood and Sand appears to be worth the wait. Third, we have Hibachi, expected in Fall of 2021. Hibachi flew under the radar when it recently launched on Kickstarter, but it appears to be firing on all cylinders as a family-friendly set collection dexterity game. The design is a re-implementation of 2010's Saffronito that retains the core fun it presented. Players toss poker chips onto a large board in an attempt to center the poker chips whole over ingredients and bonuses that will help fill the orders. The catch is that your poker chips are also used as a sort of blind auction for drafting order and other privileges. The value of your chips will stay face down as you toss them onto the board, so a combination of skillful tosses and wise chip selections will ensure that you come out on top when the chips are flipped and the ingredients are claimed. Grail Games promises that the leftovers from this Kickstarter will go to retail, so keep your eyes peeled come fall 2021 if you're hungry to jump in on this fun feast. Next, we have Coffee Traders, set to release in May of 2021. Capstone Games has gone all out with their debut of Coffee Traders. This heavy economic euro from the makers of Wildcatters boasts over 650 deluxified, colorful components, including wooden donkeys and plastic coffee beans. More importantly, the design promises a meaty, interactive competition within the sprawling coffee industry of the 1970s. While we're likely to see a more affordable standard version of the game down the road, it's hard not to get behind such an ambitious, beautiful project spearheaded by a highly capable publisher. If you can't get enough sprawling Euros in your life, then this is a no-brainer for any group of 3-5 to players. Next up on the list we have Whale Riders, expected to release in spring of 2021. Dr. Knizia is on another hot streak. Spanning back to 2017 with the likes of Quest for El Dorado, Babylonia, and My City, yes, and plenty more. Whale Riders brings us another team of old faithful designer Kinesia, Eversalware artist Vincent Dutrait, and the consistently solid publisher Grail Games. In this economic race, players must decide how to spend their two actions each turn as they ride whales along the Arctic coast. You can sail ahead to claim the greatest treasures for yourself, but you'll be missing out on golden opportunities along the way. Next year, if you find yourself in need of a simple strategy game with enough subtle tension to satisfy everyone at the table, then you'd be hard-pressed to bet against Reiner, Kinesia. Our next game of high anticipation is Undaunted Reinforcements, expected in August For fans of the Undaunted series, Reinforcements is the modular expansion you never knew you always wanted. This title will include new scenarios, units, and rules to keep the fun rolling. Compatible with both Undaunted games, this expansion even provides four-player and solo modes for owners of either version. While the details are still sparse, this series already earned its right to the title of Undaunted, when it initially debuted among the top board games of 2019, at least on my list. Undaunted will go down as one of my all-time favorite deck builders, thanks to its elegant flow and painful decisions. I'm thrilled to have more reasons to dive back into this excellent system. Now let's talk about Anno 1800, expected in Q1. So while the game setup isn't exactly easy on the eyes, Anno 1800 doesn't need to look amazing when it boasts the design talent of Martin Wallace, creator of Brass Birmingham and Age of Steam. Anno 1800 is based on a popular PC game from Ubisoft, but I'm more interested in what Mr. Wallace has done to create a city-building tech tree game. The German version is already on the market, and early buzz around this medium-weight euro is positive. Speaking of German games that have yet to make it overseas, Switch and Signal, expected sometime in 2021 is a cooperative train game from one of the designers of Undaunted Normandy. This game is as simple and as accessible as Pandemic, yet thankfully it is not another Pandemic clone. Switch and Signal sees players guiding trains across a map of Europe or North America, depending on which side of the board you're on, to deliver cargo to its destination before time runs out. Each turn involves deciding how to spend your cards to move trains, adjust signals, and switch tracks to keep engines along the most efficient paths possible. There's no official date for when this game hits North America, but we can safely assume that Cosmos is planning to localize and release it sometime next year as it debuted in Germany just a few months ago. Now let's talk about Don't Get Got, the Shut Up and Sit Down Special Edition set to release in April. Don't Get Got is a clever party game that has been around since 2018. It received high praise from popular critic site Shut Up and Sit Down in their highly entertaining review. If you haven't seen it, I suggest you go check it out. Thereafter, Big Potato Games reached out to the funny folks at Shut Up and Sit Down and pitched a collaboration for a special edition which successfully funded on Kickstarter in 2020. Don't Get Got is a meta game that can be sneakily tucked into the background of a game night. Group party, or even a work environment. Each player receives a small wallet with unique objectives that typically require harmless but ridiculous tasks. These tasks span from get a player to compliment your hair, to make up a word, and get a player to ask what it means. The catch is that if players suspect foul play, they can call you out on your odd behavior and cause you to fail that mission that you are attempting. The first player to complete three missions wins the game. I'm hoping to receive this game while I'm still at my general practice dental residency program with seven other residents where the setting is ripe for getting got. Ooh. So now we're going to talk about the big, the big boy on campus. That's right. The one everybody has been anticipating the hot new game. Raw. Yes. Raw. One of the all time greats of the auctioning genre has been criminally out of print for years it's a game that perfectly mixes agonizing auctioning with precarious push-your-luck mechanisms 2021 is the year where that changes dice tree games is a south korean publisher known for its deluxe productions of kinesia classics including modern art and winner's circle and they have a version of raw ready to release seemingly any day the game is listed as a 2020 planned release and i bothered them multiple times with emails being like hey guys 2020 is almost over Um, when are we going to see this awesome version of this game now 25th century games best known for its splendor like 2017 release space explorers is a u.s based publisher planning to release an english version of raw in summer 2021 as well details are sparse but this release will be one to keep an eye on for anyone looking to jump into this masterclass design I reached out to Chad from 25th Century Games and learned that he's aiming to create the nicest quality and visual art version of the game to date. It sounds like a fantastic way for new fans to jump in or old fans to update their copy. Although, for those who already own a copy, the Alia, Rio Grande, or Uberplay versions in particular, BoardGameGeek will be offering delectable geek-up bits in the spring. So I think it's safe to say, all hail the year of Ra. Speaking of 25th century games, they'll be releasing another Kinesia design in January that has been refreshed and revitalized in Tutankhamen. Players travel down the Nile and collect artifacts in a race to 30 points. The rules are easy enough for any friends or family. Simply move your boat downstream and collect the tile you stop on. The key is to have majority in artifact types and lunge for the special power tiles when the timing is right to end up on top. Let's move on to Dead Reckoning, expected in May of 2021. Dead Reckoning is nothing short of ambitious. This mega project from AEG and John D. Clare, maker of Space Space and Mystic Veil, takes their card crafting concept to the next level. Transparent cards will be combined, flipped, and rotated within sleeves to create a deck building experience that sends players on a 4X, 4X meaning explore, expand, extort, and exterminate. It sends players on a 4X journey through piratism. It also features a wildly creative combat system where cubes are dropped onto a battleship with sort of a ramp that sends them cascading across a battle board, giving a cannonball like effect that determines the result of the attack by where the cubes land on the board. This game has so many mechanisms and pieces crammed into it that I've opted to leave it on my radar and wait to strike if the reviews come in overwhelmingly positive. It won't be simple and it definitely won't be cheap, but it promises quite the epic adventure. Let's move on to Kabuto Sumo, expected in June. BoardGameTables.com, yes that is the publisher, is back at it with another novel design and gorgeous production. Kabuto Sumo is inspired by coin-pushing arcade games and real-life rhinoceros beetle wrestling. That's pretty stinking awesome if you ask me. Players will be shifting the push platform around the sumo ring to line up their move of pushing a piece into the ring in hopes of shoving opponent beetles off. This combination of physics, tactics, and dexterity promised to be a breath of fresh air for any game nights. The world can never have too many refreshing dexterity games, and Kabuto Sumo is teed up to be the next one. Moving on to So You've Been Eaten, expected... Hopefully, sometime in 2021. That's right, the game is titled So You've Been Eaten. With a name like that, it has to be good, right? After initially rearing its head and riding high on the hotness wave of Board Game Geek many months ago, news on this title seemingly vanished like it had been eaten. But more recent updates indicate that they've been quietly cramming more tasty content into the game as they prepare for a Kickstarter launch. The game claims that it is for 0-2 to players. You heard that correctly. Zero players is part of the player count. A bold miner takes on a massive beast by burrowing into its intestines for crystals as the beast's immune system fights back. Players can take on the role of either the miner or the beast. Or neither in a 1v1, 1v game, or game v game showdown. Moving on to Bristol 1350 expected in April. The Dark Cities games have always taken the bones of a classic social deduction game and dressed them in various thematic mechanisms, from witch trials to pirate mutinies to Wild West bank robberies to now, escaping the Black Plague. I've already played Bristol 1350 plenty of times leading up to my written preview of the design, which you can find on our blog at BiteWingGames.com. The timing of this plague-themed game is uncannily coincidental, but The design has been a blast ever since I first tried it two years ago. I'm looking forward to experiencing the full vision that Facade Games had in mind for this quick, engaging gem of a deduction game. Now let's talk about John Company 2nd Edition. Whirlygig Games, the publisher of Pax Pamir 2nd Edition, is cooking up their next project in John Company 2nd Edition. Designer Cole Worley's most recent update reveals that the design has received a complete overhaul to help streamline the rules, focus on the game's strengths, evoke the period art, and presumably deluxify the production, just like its former predecessor, Pax premier This heavy political-economic romp is sure to be a strategically engaging and historically informative exploration of the British East India Company. Next up, one of our household's favorite Roland rights makes an explosive return with Railroad Inc. Challenge. The Shining Yellow and Lush Green editions promise player interaction, special structures, and new dice to help keep the puzzle fresh and interesting for series veterans. The development team has also cooked up a cornucopia of extras from an epic game board to loads of expansion dice, which should be available as extras through their website and probably retailers. Our next game is Iberian Gauge, expected in summer of 2021. Like the previous two games in Capstone's Iron Rail series, Iberian Gauge already exists among many other Cube Rails options. These Cube Rails games possess a common thread of stock investment, railroad expansion, and shared incentives. The key differentiator with the Iron Rail series is that the publisher Capstone handpicks a solid design from many options, gives it the Eno tool makeover, and brings it to the masses. These slim, gorgeous boxes contain a single sheet of rules, but pack a huge punch in roughly one hour of fun. This next one may sound familiar to some of you who read our most anticipated games of 2020 list because it is Sleeping Gods. And it's back again baby for another round of hype. The good news is that this cooperative exploration adventure is right around the corner with a fulfillment plan to begin in January. Players will be chipping away at this epic adventure a little bit at a time, and they can save their progress and pack it back in the box at any time. I spoke more about how Red Raven convinced me to back their project in my Kickstarter case study, How to Win Backers and Crowdfund Projects, so if that interests you, you can go check it out at our blog. Ooh baby. Moving on to the Crew Mission Deep Sea, expected in March. Designer Thomas Singh is dipping back into the well in an effort to satiate my unquenchable thirst for more of his brilliant, cooperative trick-taking. All we know thus far is that we're going from space to sea, but hopefully Mr. Singh still has a few more tricks up his sleeve to mix up the formula. Either way, I'm all in on the sequel to one of the greatest card games of all time. That's right, I said that, and you can go check out why in our review at our blog of The Crew, The Quest for Planet Nine. So we've just talked about 20 of the most anticipated games of 2021, but we're not quite done yet because we're going to move on to the next section called publishers to watch. That's right. Many publishers like to play their cards close to the chest, meaning that there are surely more hype worthy games waiting to be announced and planned to be released direct to retail than the 20 we've already covered. We'll point you toward a handful of publishers that have been on hot streaks recently and show no signs of cooling down first publisher capstone games at the time of this recording i've had the chance to try 10 of capstone releases from 2018 to 2020 and they have all been killer games 2021 releases will include coffee traders iberian gauge pipeline emerging markets which is an expansion to the critically acclaimed pipeline and more Next, Leader Games is most famously known for their deceptively charming and deeply asymmetric war game, Roots. Now, Leader Games is banking on their next mega hit being Oath, but with Oath development wrapping up, they've shared that their next big project will be another Root expansion featuring militant factions of a rat warlord and badgers. You can expect a Kickstarter in Q1 for that Root expansion. Patrick Leader is also working on his own spin on Twilight Imperium known as Void Lich. And who knows, maybe we'll get another Fort expansion as well. So let's talk a little bit more about BoardGameTables.com. I found that the best approach to take with this publisher is to expect the unexpected. They brought us a band touring Rollin' Rights, an unchained auction game, a thinky pirate treasure deduction game, a trio of pretty fillers, and soon a coin-pushing style dexterity game, whatever they cook up next is sure to be unique and well-produced. Moving on to Eagle Griffin Games, with recent killer deluxe versions of Rococo and Age of Steam, heavy hitters like On Mars, and upcoming refreshes such as For Sale, Autorama, Eagle Griffin Games is not a publisher to be dismissed. Speaking of publishers that one should not ignore, WizKids has been bringing their A game recently with the incredible Sidereal Confluence Remastered Edition, the spicy Tournament of Avalon, and the juicy Super Skill Pinball 4 k all from 2020 alone. I'm hoping they have just as good of a lineup for 2021. So, Grail Games is an Australian publisher that has earned a spot on my radar because of their ability to dig up and dust off the underdog games of yesteryear. Thanks to them, I've been able to discover and enjoy Kinesia classics, including Stevenson's Rocket and Medici, and I'm excited to try Yellow and Yangtze and Whale Riders. Outside of Hibachi, they have many more exciting plans in the works for 2021 and beyond, including a Yellow and Yangtze expansion, an updated version of Colt Fam favorite Fjords, and a two-player climbing card game known as Chuhan from the designer of Race for the Galaxy. Finally, Osprey Games. This publisher is based in Great Britain and has drummed up at least one killer title every year for the past few years. Those games include Cryptid, a deduction game, The Undaunted series, a killer deck-building 1v1 game, and The King is Dead 2nd Edition, plus many more. They certainly deserve our attention for whatever else they have in mind for 2021 besides Undaunted Reinforcements. We'll top this episode off with a list of designers that, much like the previously mentioned publishers, are on hot streaks of their own. Whenever I catch wind of a new release coming from one of these creative folks, my ears always perk up. First, David Thompson. I've talked plenty about David's upcoming Undaunted Reinforcements and Switch and Signal, and that merely scratches the surface of David's designs that are hitting the market in 2021. Others include Warchest Siege, an expansion to the Undaunted-like abstract game, Warchest. Soldiers and Postman's Uniforms, a World War II-inspired solitaire game. Sniper Elite, the board game, a hidden movement design based on the video game series of the same name. And Dire Alliance Horror, a cooperative-slash-competitive tactical deck builder, somewhat like Undaunted. And those are just the ones we know of. Needless to say, David is certainly one to keep on the radar. Next, we'll talk about Paolo Mori. We're big fans of Ethnos here at my household, a family weight area majority game that was number eight on my most recent top 50 games of all time list. We've also been digging 2019's Blitzkrieg, a two-player tug-of-war game that made a fantastic first impression with us and still holds up after several more plays. There's no telling what Paolo will do next, but odds are it will be amazing. Alexander Fister. Now, this is the legend who brought us the excellent Great Western Trail, Isle of Sky, Maracaibo, and much more. His latest release, Cloud Age, should probably be among the list of games that I mentioned previously, seeing how the North American shipment appears to be delayed into the new year. Thanks for nothing, COVID. Regardless, the man is a machine who continues to impress with his designs. I expect to see another big one from him in 2021. Next, from The Mind to Quacks of Quedlinburg, from Wavelink to That's Pretty Clever. You know him, you love him. He's Wolfgang Warsh. After seemingly bursting onto the scene in 2018, Wolfgang has been on a design rampage ever since. Hopefully, he hasn't run out of steam for 2021. You can do a Wolfgang. Now let's talk about the dynamic duo Kramer and Kiesling. Like peanut butter and jelly, Wolfgang Kramer and Michael Kiesling have been tearing it up together for years with classics such as Tikal or Mexica. And more recent releases including our holiday board game gift recommendation, Renature. Not that they actually need each other as Mr. Kiesling is the genius behind Azul and Heaven and Ale, while Mr. Kramer is mastermind behind El Grande and Downforce. Indeed, these gentlemen should already be on your 2021 watch list. Our next designer to watch is Cole Worley. I started this entire episode out with Cole's upcoming design, Oath, and quickly followed it up with his returning hit, John Company, 2nd Edition. So you already know where I stand here. He's both a lead designer and developer at Leader Games, and he runs Worley Games with his brother, so anything coming from either company is going to have his fingerprints on it. Why do I appreciate his handiwork so much? Aside from him owning two spots in my top 10 games of all time, I found Cole to be more interested in creating immersive experiences than tossing out gimmicky, shallow designs. He's churning out arguably the most fascinating designs in the industry with the help of many talented colleagues. So keep it coming, Cole. Now let's talk about Ryan Courtney. Ryan is the newest published designer among those on this list. In fact, his first game, Pipeline, was categorized as a lover in my recent revisit of the best games of 2019, a post on our blog. His other design, Curious Cargo, continues to impress as well. The man takes Thinky to the next level, and I'm here for whatever he cooks up next. Uwe Rosenberg, it's breeding, it's polyominoes, that's right. It's Uwe Rosenberg. Uwe is one of the all-time greats in the industry, and his most recent hits, including New York Zoo and Nova Luna, prove that he's still got it. He's always a safe bet when heading into a new year of releases. And finally, Reiner Kinesia. Alongside Cole Worley, Reiner Kinesia is my absolute favorite board game designer. I own and love more games from Dr. Kinesia than any other designer. That's 15 and counting. He's best known for his decades-old evergreens, including Tigris and Euphrates, Lost Cities, and raw but he's been on another hot streak with recent bangers including babylonia my city and the quest for el dorado this man is the willy wonka of board games with over 600 titles to his name of course they're not all going to be amazing at that kind of output but the sheer number of golden designs that have come from this one mind is staggering i'll take three more decades of kenisa releases please and thank you And that, my friends, wraps up this episode of my most anticipated board games of 2021. Did I miss any really good juicy ones? You should probably let us know. You can always find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. And if you find this content to be useful, please subscribe to our podcast and our monthly newsletter, which you can find on our website at bitewinggames.com. Until next time, my name is Nick Murray, And you have been listening to the Bytewing Games Podcast.